Yo. Yo, Steve. We are officially recording. All right. We hitting episode 14 and it feels amazing. Yo, when I tell you, yo, if time is literally flying, man. Man. It's, uh, we actually know. We have spoken about this. Like, how shit literally feels like it's speeding up. But yeah. can you even keep track of all the days and weeks that are going by? I cannot. I definitely cannot. Like, it's first of all, let's just say that it's January is over. It's yeah, done. It's gone. It's done. It's done. That's that's so wild to me, man. Yeah, I mean, yo, it's <laughs> it is about to be a very interesting Black History Month. I it's, mean, okay. Yo, let's you get know, into I, it. I love, I love that we don't decide topics before the show anymore. Not at all. Because, <laughs> wow, this is going to be a really interesting Black History Month. Yo, I like how you start with the bullshit already. Because, <laughs> yo, all I can think about is, bro, okay, you know how, how wild this past year has been? Yeah. It's February, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to have forgotten um, you know, a couple months ago, say what, like May, June, right? Uh, you know, the world watched the cops kneel on the neck of a man for what about eight minutes? Yeah, murder this man. Yeah, uh, it was all over the news. Protests, some protests turned into riots. Instigators, social justice movement, corporate uh, PR stunts supporting black power and diversity and inclusion and all that hubbubaloo, you know, all yeah. that stuff happened and uh-huh. then it disappeared. Yo. And we are back to another Black History Month. When and I, I am just so curious as to how, especially these big like corporate brands and politicians who feign support for Black Lives Matter and things of that nature, I wonder how, what tone they're going to have this Black History Month. Is probably gonna be a say your say her name with like a shoulder shrug emoji because they don't yeah they don't know they don't like like they don't know what to do they literally follow our lead as to what is important Mm. and since we are man you know what's so crazy it's kind of like you get out of an abusive relationship and while you're in the car driving, you get into a car accident. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm glad I got out of that relationship, but yo, I almost died. So I think that everybody is just like, yo, it's coming in hot, man. It's <laughs> 2021 is coming in hot. But yeah, man, like I'm, I'm curious to see how it seemed like all that shit disappeared because, I mean, we can't we can't talk and chew bubblegum at the same time, right? Like, obviously. Oh, hell Like, so... Uh, for us to kind of figure out, like, what it is that we're doing, like, I don't know, man. Like, we we all have PTSD at this moment. Like, we are fucked up in the head. Yeah. Like, uh, you remember the uh, the Attorney General in Kentucky... The black dude who's yeah Daniel the, Daniel Cameron the I Republican think Republican National Convention yeah yeah him 
he did a post on Twitter, you know, saying, oh, you know, we'd like to honor all the black men and women who, you know, contributed to this country. Happy Black History Month. And Rihanna, of all people, responded to his tweet and was like, sup, nigga? Like, Rihanna chin-checked this man on Twitter. Yo. Because, again, we're already seeing it. From, from the token blacks to Uncle Tom's, they're already trying to position us. Oh, Black History Month. I don't think people are going to be able to get up, get away with the same BS uh, showmanship that they usually do come February. Yo, I don't think they are either. And I think that, um, I really think that uh, it's about to get socially violent. It's about to be socially violent, man. Like, we know, now we know that we have power. I mean, both sides realize that we all have power. Both sides realize that they have power. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think that it's about to be socially violent. Socially violent. Because I think that people think that they got away. People think they got away with last year. Mm. People No, the past four years, yeah. people think they got away. So I think now, I think now, I mean, I'm going to say it again, man. I think Trump made America great again, man, because <laughs> right now we are exposing everything, man. Everything. I fucking yeah. love it, man. But yeah, I think yeah. people's going to get drugged. I think that um, Daniel Cameron, the only black person he's going to put up is like, uh, Amarosa, maybe? <laughs> like, who is he going to put up there? Amarosa. <laughs> like, who the fuck is he going to put up? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody fuck with him. Him and Candace Owens are going to do a do a clubhouse room. Oh, my God. It's going to be a dumpster fire. Yo. Oh, man. I'm just... No, but I, I think you're right about, like, all of these things coming to light, right? We've mm -hmm. we mentioned that a lot on a lot of different episodes. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's in a you know really messed up way. That's been one of the positives for all the stuff that's happened. A lot of this stuff has come to light, and what you can tell, and it's even like this Wall Street bets thing on Reddit. Mm -hmm. The people as a whole, right? The common person, whatever subgroup or category you want to put them in, they're realizing, you know. <laughs> what's, what's the meme I keep seeing that the apes are stronger together if you get a large group of people mm. with a common focal point and you all agree to address the issue with the same energy no matter what form you know uh, it comes in if you address it with the same energy you can be pretty damn effective and yeah a lot of people are waking up to that power yeah it's a um it's a uh and then i think that i think people got time i think like people got time today because i think another thing that happened like you gotta think like the most social change racial social economic change happened because niggas got time and i mean my white niggas yeah. too right like when i say niggas i'm talking about just because we saw that with with GameStop and AMC, niggas got time. So, yeah. and I think that, uh, and then another thing too is the fear of the same thing you just said, the fear 
of people coming together, the fear of people uniting, and having time. <laughs> That's a dangerous combo. Yo, think about this. Why do you think Clubhouse blew up so fast? Because niggas had time. If if Clubhouse yeah. would have popped off, if Clubhouse would have popped off any other time in history, it wouldn't have been this successful. No, no, not at all. Niggas got time. Yeah, because people people had time, right? And there was like this desire for uh, connection, right? So mm-hmm. you've been stuck at home. You can't go out, parties, events, functions, and things like that. You know, Clubhouse became that space. And I think that's the unique appeal about it is it's as if you're in the public square with a bunch of people and you're all conversing in real time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. If it had came out any other time, you know, it would have been a blip. It because what's crazy is, the here's the thing, okay? We all saw Matrix, right? And when they were in Zion, at that scene where they were like celebrating because they killed and they was all dancing around, that's once they really fully open up America, you think your ass is going to be sitting on a damn clubhouse? <laughs> Hell yeah. nah. Hell no, unless you're making money Boy. from it. Yeah, man. Like, you know what? I'm gl- I'm glad you mentioned that because I think I'm about to do a career change to a to a club promoter. <laughs> <laughs> Once this shit open up, I'm talking Martin Luther King weekend. I'm talking President's Day. Listen, Easter. Listen, I'm doing Harriet. Your Harriet Tubman back, parties. Back back. No, it's going down. It's going down, man. I'm excited, man. I think that, um, like, I think that we are now. We understand the importance of what our freedom really did look like. You know what I'm saying? So I think that now it is. <laughs> I think that's why they started opening up America a lot faster, because they'd be like, "Yo, they we about to tear this bitch up. We exposing everything." <laughs> Yo, yeah. speaking of which, man. Yeah, I, no, like open it up and, and give these people something else to do. Yeah. Or give them some money, something. Let these motherfuckers live. Yo, okay. Right. Give us some money. Here's. Because, you know, I, I can't help myself but to complain about our uh, our Democratic friends mm-hmm. in office right now. Just because this is the thing that kills me. Like, I'm sure you've been seeing the clips and people talking about how Biden and the two guys that ran in Georgia were saying $2,000 checks, you know, the first week we're in office, we're going to push it through. And it's already feeling a little slow. They want to hear the Republicans out. They want to send us 1400 in addition to the 600 they sent, which I still ain't got, by the way, um, if any of y'all listening. That's disrespectful, man. You know, that is I'm disrespectful, man. I'm starting to feel the, the okie-dokie energy. I hope I'm wrong, but... I mean, I bought my two Gucci belts, so I'm good. I got mine. Oh, what size you wear? I might give you one of these and t- to hold you over until... I mean, Mm-mm. I need my Jordans, man. Listen. Listen. And my watermelon um, a blunt wraps. Mm-mm. <laughs> Listen, but but yeah, like I would say that um, it does appear that um, politics 
is coming back. The bullshit politics is coming back. So, I mean, we got to be prepared for that and know. Like, my whole thing is, I try not to talk bad about anybody. Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm lying. Okay, wait. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) Yeah, let me rephrase it, okay? I don't want to be called out, okay? So, when Trump was in office, yeah, it was important of me to speak unity until Trump got out. Now Trump is out. I can talk greasy about the Democrats and Biden. Okay, greasy. Same that I was talking greasy about Obama too. But I don't think he did enough. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I would say that uh, the bullshit's about to come now. <laughs> it really is, man. And that's that's the thing that okay, it's not unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. Like we talk about this. A lot of people who pay attention to how politics used to work in America pre-Trump. Yeah. Like, the whole Trump thing just blew everything up, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it's easy for a lot of people to forget how things operated before him. Yeah. People are just so happy that there's this, like, sense or image of normalcy, in air quotes, right? Mm-hmm. They're just so happy about that. They're like, oh, okay. Such a sigh of relief, right? Mm-hmm. But they forget how messy and frustrating the political system was pre-Trump, you know? It's all this back and forth, it's all the delays, it's never getting to the heart of the issue, it's, you know, brushing around it and putting on a good image versus solving the problem. That's that's universal. And the Democrat, oh, they're good at it. Oh, they're good at putting on the kente cloth. They're good at the photo op. Listen, but when I tell you that nothing made me more like viscerally angry than seeing them take a knee with the kente cloth like they were I'm in Black Panther. Mad. I can't, I can't I'm talking about it, matter of fact, that shit's gonna be that's gonna be the cover of this next post, bro. <laughs> we gotta get Hell the kente yeah. cloth picture, man. Shit. Hell yeah. I I'm I'm gonna pull it up now so I don't forget. Yeah, I want you to look at that, bro. I want you to, I want you to really embrace man. That shit was so Oh, who was that for, though? Who the fuck was that for? It's for them. Okay, h- hold on. But think about it. What What is your honest opinion? What do you think Nancy Pelosi's view of black people are? Because we, we never really talk about this. We always talk about how much like Republicans hate black people. Which, you know, we already know that. <laughs> but with Nancy Pelosi, what do you think her view of the average black person is? Um, her view of the average black person is probably there's a whole lot of black people and we need their votes. It's a whole lot of them. That's probably her view. Damn, it's a lot of them. Um, it's a lot of these monkeys running around. <laughs> and I think that mentally, I think that mentally she's in a space to where she she has to cater but i think i hate to say this but i think that she still i mean has a superiority complex over those people now now i'm just guessing i could be completely wrong but from what i feel and from what i've heard about how she's dealt with uh um the fantastic four like what's those like alc and her crew Oh, the squad. Oh, the squad, yeah. 
Yeah, I said the Fantastic Four. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking about, but um, yeah, I was thinking about Disney stock. But um, I would probably say that she probably could give two shits about um, about uh, Black Lives Matter or minority issues or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I I don't assume that any of these guys actually care. Not like, at all. I think that, and that, that sounds messed up, but I feel like to be safe, that's your best bet when it comes to politics, especially in America, that none of these guys genuinely care, right? Not at all. And if you throw the emotion out and you just, if people just think, okay, none of these people care about me, right? Mm-hmm. But I have representatives for my state, for my district, right? If we can... If there's something that I'm passionate about, a change that I feel like needs to happen, mm-hmm. um, you know, a piece of legislation or how we should be operating as a society, use those people, your representatives, right, mm-hmm. as the conduit to get those things pushed. You put your foot on their neck, proverbially, you know. That's kind of aggressive, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, aggra- you looking at that Kente Claw picture, aren't you? You looking at that kid? I know. I'm, I'm looking at it in 4K. And it's, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you push them towards that path to get them to put pen to paper and make those things that you believe in a reality, because they do not care about you. We we have to remove that whole sense of like politicians having empathy and them, you know. No. Okay, it's not that they don't have any empathy. Period. But it's not towards us. They might have empathy for their own family and their own friends you know, their own circle. Yeah. But I just, I can't view them as caring about us because I'm basing it off of their actions and the things they say and the things that they don't follow up with. So you think that, um, so look, I think you're hundred percent right. I think that they are more, so let's just say they are empathetic. Let's just say they do have feelings, uh, like which I should, I'm sure they do. But 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 like you said it perfectly. Well, yeah, but I think that what it is yeah. is they feel. It's more like they're more into ego than anything else. Like it's kind of mm. like it has to be done my way, it ha- as opposed yeah. to be looking at I'm a civil servant, getting paid by the people, and they want this done. So let's figure out how to get this done. As opposed to, if it's not done this way, then I'm going to block all of your shit while you block all of my shit and I still get paid. Yeah. Exactly. Just think about that. Think about the nature of politics. The nature of politics, you know, you have all these people who have big careers as strategists and advisors and things like that. The point of politics for these people is not about legislation and improving the country. It is about getting and maintaining power. That's yeah. it. That, that is literally the nature of politics. That's how it's always been. How do I get in power and how do I stay in power? Those are the only two objectives. You Anything know, else it, <laughs> is damn near ir- irrelevant. And yes, there's always the anomaly, which, again, I'm. it might be me being positive, it might be me being biased, when you see the Bernie Sanders or the AOCs or, you know, some of the people in the squad. That is my uh, initial 
perception of them that maybe they care a bit more or they're just more passionate about certain issues. But at the end, they're still politicians as well. Can I say um, something? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. I have to say this, and this is bothering. This is bothering me. As you're talking, I just can't get over Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, like, oh and God. and then I got a question. And then, yo, this is going to be so random. You know how random I am. <laughs> so I have I have to say this, right? I think that most of the people who are like her, the people who storm the Capitol, who are angry and violent, is it me or? Do they all have like fetal alcohol syndrome where like their eyes are really close together? Have you know have you noticed that? You should pull up a picture of her and look at her face, man. I, her eyes are really and look the whole time you're talking, I'm just like, yes, I agree. But I couldn't get that out of my head, man. It's just like she I think that her eyes are too close together. I think something wrong, man. And I mean she's wearing like a mask that says Trump won on the Senate floor, like I just don't get yeah. it, man. There's going to be a study. I mean, but there's going to be a study about fetal drunk babies like syndrome <laughs> and what's going on in 2020, man. Watch. Watch. I'm going to put money on it. Yeah. Yeah, but see, right, you bring up people like Marjorie Taylor Green, and then I look at everything I just said, which I believe to be true. But yes, of course, I'll take these really annoying Democrats over a lot of the GOP maniacs that Man, are in power. Listen. Like, day and night, I'll choose Nancy Pelosi kneeling with Kente Claw, which is insane. But if, if that's my only choice, yes, I'll choose them. But it doesn't mean that we don't get to push them to, to be better. Because the alternative is, is fuck, man. I mean, yeah, the alternative is very aggressive. I think the clip, the QAnon guys, where he was uh, being interviewed by uh, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> so, and he was like, yeah, uh, sorry, I used to think that you ate babies. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> think about that, man. Like, that's... Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is like, like we're in some wild times, man. Like, it's a little bit... Yeah, wait a minute. Jared Kushner and Stacey Abrams... Uh, both got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Stacy, I completely understand, but Jared Kushner? Jared Kushner. A Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, he got nominated for it. No, I don't I don't have much Oh, I know why, because this asshole, he was trying to make it seem as if he was negotiating the a, Middle East uh, yeah. deal between Israel and Palestine and the Saudis and stuff. And Listen, man. Yo, I'm feeling very jumpy today. But uh, how do you feel? Yeah, about, we can cover it all. It don't matter. How do you feel about this? Is real dicky, right? Because you know, um, like you were taught not to speak ill of the dead, right? But you know, we're gonna speak ill about yeah. Hitler or whatever. I'm not con- comparing this next person to Hitler. But uh, S- Screech from Saved by the Bell died. Man. At 44 today, right? Man. Or not today, but you know he died at 44. But what people don't remember was remember he went to Compton. No, he went to the Watt. He went to Watts, and had a, a sign that said "I hate niggers." I'll probably bleep that. 
Like, you remember that? Wait, that was Screech? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Google it. Google it, baby. I'll send you the link, bro. Wait, hold on. Yeah. As you're doing that, um, Screech, I hate. Okay, here it goes. Yeah, he, um, yeah, he. So here's my question to you. My question to you is, do we forgive? Do we forgive people who've done that? Do we just, you know what I'm saying? Because I know like when he passed, like I saw a lot of people saying, and like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you deal with with that type of energy? Like if someone was shitty or I did mean, something okay, shitty, yeah. like, oh, did you find it? Like, I'm gonna send it to you. Okay, no, I, I found it. <laughs> and this isn't the only thing okay, that he that's, said. That's pretty, that's pretty terrible. Yeah. In Compton. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he was in Compton. So you wow. see, so you see how people wow, wow. people forget. Like, how do you do with that? Like, I had never even heard that story. Oh yeah, I that followed it closely. Damn. You see? So okay, all right. That's that's a bit that's a bit of a challenge for me because I mean you you know what I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And like, forgiveness is a very key aspect of this life in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like cases just like that. That's, that's a fucking test right there. It is a test that most people fail, and I do not blame them for failing that test whatsoever. You see? <laughs> and, maybe fail isn't, and maybe fail isn't even the right word, but I, I get it. Because, I mean... Wait. Uh, I, I guess it, it goes into, like, why... How does a person even get to that place in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think that, and I think that what it is is, is I think that with twenty twenty and all the deaths that's been happening and people dying, um, I'm trying to figure out how to be a better human being, right? Like, like, yeah. uh, uh, like seriously, right? Like, how do I forgive people? Like, are there certain people I don't forgive? Like, someone who's raped someone, or someone who's a pedophile, or someone who was like extremely violently racist, like. Where does a line like where do you draw the line with forgiveness? If someone physically harmed you, someone is robbing old people, you know what I'm saying? Like where where is that line? And I think that's what this is a perfect example because he laid low, people forgot, but he did multiple things. This wasn't just one of the few things. I think he did like three three racial things back to back. Um, like back to back, like like he didn't lose a bet. Like he went to Compton and did that. But um, he probably had a gun on him. I'm really being honest. He probably had a gun on. Him. He wanted to shoot somebody. But um, yeah. But my question is like, how, how and why? How do we forgive? And is there a line where you'd be like, Nah, fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like. You see, you uh, see, yo. I'm sorry, man. Like I'm hitting you with the uh, the AP European history uh, <laughs> exam questions. 
right like you're about to challenge my entire profession um oh. no man it's because okay. wait, 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 wait. Because what it is is, as as black people, we always be like, we turn the other cheek. I forgive you. No, we got to be the better person. This nigga got a sign that says, I hate niggas. <laughs> in your face. And got photographed in Compton. So, like, am I supposed to be quick to forgive? I mean, you know, in your own time. <laughs> right, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying anybody should forgive that right away. I, I I get it, and it's I don't know. I I guess it really comes down to like what you really believe, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you really believe in forgiveness, if you really believe in God, and you believe in like where we're from and why we're here, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. then you know technically you should be able to forgive anyone and anything. Like, and I know how crazy that sounds because me as an individual, I'm not at that place where I can forgive everybody. That, I'm being honest, right? Damn. Like that, I don't know how to forgive. I feel like I, sh- I should know why, like <laughs> maybe that's part of my journey, I need to figure that out. But you ask me today, I don't know how to forgive that. I See? really don't. See? And that's why I don't blame anybody who can't forgive it. Right. So. So you know. What, <laughs> you see, yo, you know what's crazy? Because a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people was posting the like. I seen a lot of uh, young minority kids saying, "Damn, we lost a real one today." Like talking about Screech, but they don't know. They, they don't know. Don't know. It, I, I didn't even know. I like if you hadn't mentioned that, I probably wouldn't have known until you know somebody brought it up somewhere. So, look, uh, speaking of forgiveness, right? Like, speaking of, like, like forgiving people. Uh, uh, let's speak about Lil Wayne, right? Lil Wayne got an executive grant of clemency from Donald Trump, right? Literally, he got a full and unconditional pardon for, like, you know, he was facing, what, 20 years in jail? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Now... A lot of people was upset with him, right? His girlfriend broke up with him. Like, everyone called, called him a sellout, right? They didn't understand it. But now it appears that maybe he did all that and said that he's pro-Trump in order to get the pardon because he knew it was coming, right? Can we forgive him for for playing that game, that long game? Maybe it wasn't a long game. But would but do you think people uh, respect him? Like you think people respect him, or do you think that 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 was just a um, or he really fucked with Trump, or you think he was just like nah, nigga, I'm about to go to prison. Look, I think a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people lost respect for him. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being honest, not as many as you think, because you got to remember. Things have changed, like, the next generation coming up, and this isn't shitting on them, like, it's just different now. Like, you look at the whole 6ix9ine story, right? We all know if 6ix9ine, that kind of character was out, say, in the 90s or even the early 2000s, 
not that he wouldn't exist or wouldn't have gotten any spotlight, but he wouldn't have blown up the way he did. And after the whole snitching thing and him being an informant, mm-hmm. um, he wouldn't be having the, like, there's documentaries out on him now and everything. Like, all that stuff would have happened. Um, people don't see things are kind of grimy now, man. Like, think about that. Someone who's just being selfish, because I, I see it as he knew what was coming. He was facing serious time. Again, he played the long game for himself. Mm-hmm. He sold off what he had to, right? He paid the man, supported him, and he got what he wanted, right? Now, that was purely for Little Wayne, nobody else. And like I said, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure, have lost respect for him. But I'm sure if there's plenty of people that still listen to his music if I mean Wayne was doing a show still show up a hundred percent and I think that what it is is uh you're a hundred percent right there's a whole lot of people with a whole bunch of different beliefs you know what I think's gonna happen so I found out um after he got pardoned um he's back to work on a music video with Tory Lanez it would be Tory Lanez of all people no okay that's an even better example how is Tory Lanez still dropping music? People are still supporting him. And I mean, hey, we weren't there that night, but it seems pretty clear that this man shot a woman. In, in the, the foot. Yeah, 100%. Like He shot her twice. Yeah. He, he, he shot her, right? 100%. A short man shot a woman. Mm-hmm. And he really didn't lose that many fans. Like, yeah, a bunch of people canceled him, you know, quote unquote, because um, canceling isn't really a real thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, no, not at all. But he's still dropping music. He's still doing collaborations. And how about this he's right here? I was driving down the street. Like, I was driving down the street uh, yesterday, and he got a he got a big ass billboard up in Hollywood. Man, he, like. What's what's really different for him? Has he really had any repercussions for his actions? Uh, no. Matter. Oh, 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 wait. Side note. Guess what the billboard says? What? Tory Lanez, the greatest artist in the world. It's all. It's all over. It's all over America. I think that what he's doing now is, um. Instead of going on an apology tour or just denying it, he's leaning into it. And I think that that's what mm-hmm. I think that I probably think that him, Wayne and Takashi 69 is going to start doing shit together. I think they're about to start some some like that. I'm dead serious. Like the outcast, I, like 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 a super group, like like the most hated or some shit like that. Mm. And I think Chrisette like Michelle's gonna be singing. And I think Chrisette Michelle's gonna be singing all the hooks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fuck, oh, man. But that's that's just what's so crazy. And like, God, I'm not trying to sound like the the old nigga at the barbershop, right? But that's, that's what wrong y'all niggas. What's so wild about? <laughs> that's what's so wild about these times that like. The, the asshole that's clearly doing people wrong, if he just, and, you know, this actually ties back to Trump. Uh-huh. I think a lot of people saw that you could get away with a lot of shit if you just said it with confidence 
you persisted, you stayed on your message, not what other people are throwing at you, mm-hmm. and you don't apologize for shit, right? Listen. That at least in a particular window, you could be successful while being an asshole. And a lot of people are adopting the plan, and from their perspective, it's working. My question is, okay, right? First of all, I want to thank all the followers of the Unusual Suspects podcast. We are, we are very close to hitting 500. We're at like 591. Uh, thank you once again. And my question is to you, Jared. Um, let's just say we blow the fuck up. I mean, we are. But let's just say we blow the fuck up, oh. right? And we're making millions of dollars a month, right? And you realize, I mean, I think we've already realized this, but you realize that the only way to really move in this world when you have money and be successful is to be an asshole. Would you shift your energy once we blow the fuck up? Hell no. And okay. you uh, and you know why. Yeah, right? 100%. I know why. You know why. But also, I know I don't have to, right? Yeah. Because here's the thing that a lot of these personalities, celebrities, mm-hmm. kind of get fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And Jay-Z always said this, that fame is the most powerful drug out of all the drugs, right? Once people get famous, they start acting a fool. They start putting on a, a bigger and bigger show until they can't maintain the show anymore. Mm. Believe me when I say, if we get to that point, and there's like this bubble and there's, you know, all this attention and eyeballs and everything that we do gets scrutinized and people are sending the wrong energy to us mm-hmm. that's forcing us to shift. Believe me, <laughs> I'll always have a bad patch and I'll always have an island with my name on it. Oh, 100%. I, I don't need to, because <laughs> that's the thing, I don't need to be in that public space in that way. That's one thing I learned about myself. And it's actually part of the reason that doing this, I'm absolutely happy and comfortable to do it because I know at any moment I could pull away from it mm-hmm. and I would genuinely be happy. I think that knowing I think that knowing who you are is definitely knowing who you are and accepting the past, right? So if you were bullied, I mean, I think a lot of the fucking bad cops were fucking bullied and picked on and never got ass so they <laughs> they're really angry they do steroids and they beat up people and kill people but I mean like I think that knowing who you are um, knowing who you are and knowing what it is that makes you happy in life you don't need to, to, to shift into being an asshole you know what I'm saying you don't have to shift into yeah. like wanting to force force your shitty energy onto other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's knowing who you are, right? And then that decision, we're all faced with that decision. You know, it's, it's the Jedi shit. The, the light or the dark, right? Yeah. When you know who you are, that decision is really easy. When you don't know, the idea of power and fame and moving up quickly that becomes more and more appetizing and it lures you more and more. And you see the people who are so susceptible to it. Um, 
But yeah, man, if you if you just go through that process, whatever your process is, mm-hmm. to figuring out who you are, what makes you happy, what your your purpose is, what makes you feel fulfilled, when you start checking those boxes and understanding that about yourself, you know, what you decide to do with your life is it's almost secondary, right? Yeah. It's uh it's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Um but it's not what defines you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like knowing 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 who you are and what you are will definitely help. Now I will be I mean I'm probably gonna get like a a, a fourteen karat gold segue. Um and I I will be very confident in my segue, but I'm not gonna be an asshole. That like that's the one thing. Like that energy like that energy's crazy. Yeah. Yo, do yeah, you have a um Yo, I'm talking like we're definitely not on a podcast. Yo, do you fuck around with like the PS5s and the and the Xbox Ones and shit like that? Like, do you fuck around with that? I mean, I'm gonna get one eventually. I I I try hard to avoid that initial hype because it it drives me crazy how the con- like they do this every time they release a new console, right? Mm-hmm. How you know they they'll put out like a hundred. And then they won't restock for like oh two or three weeks, and then they'll only do another hundred just to like mess with people and get people acting up to try and get it. I am more than happy to wait, uh, but I'll definitely get one eventually. Yeah, I think I'm gonna um. See, I gotta get. I mean, I'm really into that VR shit. Like that VR world shit looks right. crazy. So I definitely want to hop into that. Um. I don't know. I think I'm going to fuck around with both. I have an Xbox now. I have like an Xbox from 2003. Yeah. Like I have like a 360. But um, <laughs> yeah, I got the old, 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 like, like first Call of Duty. But um, right. yeah, I think I'm a, I don't know. I think I'm a cop one, man. Yo, no, wait a minute. Yo, did you hear <laughs> that Subway was hit with a lawsuit saying their sandwiches are not made out of actual tuna? <laughs> Did you see that? No, I saw that and like... Or fish. It's not made of tuna or fish. Bro, when I tell you when I was in college, how me and my roommate, we survived off of Subway. Yeah, 100%. five dollar footlongs right down the street. Come on, bro. There's no way, like I had Subway at least three or four times a week. Yo. But that's 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 fucking disgusting. Yo, that's fucking... Like, we don't even know what it is, man. We don't even know what the fuck that is. I'm waiting for the class but action lawsuit. Remember, but don't you remember they they got in trouble again a couple years ago about their bread? How they are saying it wasn't real bread. It had, like, plastic in it. That's genius, man. And guess what? We don't give a fuck. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Yo, it just goes to show you... It goes to show you how sleep we are, man. We really sleep. Yeah, it's it's the main reason. Like, so many companies and so many politicians, they get away with so much heinous shit. Like, Man. look at this Robin Hood thing, right? Uh, you know, they started freezing trades on GameStop and AMC, um, which it, it didn't make any sense. Mm. They were what it looks like. They were collaborating with these hedge funds and basically saying, look, we're losing too much money. You got to, you know, put the plug 
uh, close up the dam, right? Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, Robinhood is seeing like crazy growth. They said it was it was one of the big trading days last week when GameStop was really spiking. That they gained six hundred thousand users in one day. That's crazy. In one day. And now they've raised another $2.4 billion in capital, right, to pump into the system because they're seeing so much volume. So really when people, and I think some people are, when people should be boycotting them because now they've shown their cars, they've shown you that, you know, if you guys get together and get a little too smart, they'll, they'll slow you down. So really people need to be going to a different platform, but they're seeing growth. And you just see people getting away with this shit, and you know, we're yeah, we'll just move it along. Absolute craziness, man. Yo, this is wild. It's a, uh, you know, it's it's wild. But what I what I always come back to, you can't be you can't be a savior for everybody, right? You can't be everybody's hero. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of our job and a lot of these platforms' job is to inform people. People mm-hmm. are going to make their own decisions, right? Yeah, they are. We just need to figure out how to make the smartest decisions and keep the people in your circle, in your community, keep them hip to the game, right? Yeah. And show them where their options are to move. I think that's, that's really what we have to do. Like, going into this Black History Month, I want this to be a reminder Ooh. to my kinfolk, mm-hmm. right? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. Let's utilize this opportunity now. The focus is on us. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about black this and black that. Get, man, if you just get one or two people in your circle, in your community, in your family, get them together, invest in a little bit of money or starting a business or whatever it is. But if you're focusing on growth, you're giving each other knowledge and information based on what you're good at and where what opportunities you see, put your people on and we can grow collectively because what do we always say? Help is not on the way. Help is not on the way. And we so, saw in the beginning of this podcast, we discussed you got to do it. And what you got to see too is in the beginning of this podcast, we was talking about how major changes happened from people banding together we have to link together and and grow invest build um plot plan strategize like we got it like we got to link together man we got linking on up because you know what i realized too another thing too i like i'm sure everybody feels it right everybody's fucking tired everybody is tired. If I was doing this podcast by myself, or Jared was doing this podcast by himself, I'm sure it wouldn't be fun. You know what I'm saying? But once you build with other people, you invest, you come up with business ideas. Like you go, you go further together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, wait, what's that statement? Uh, you go, you go faster alone, but further together. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, I don't care how how cheesy or corny it sounds, right? It's a very basic, fundamental principle of the society that we live in. 
just understanding the history of man, right? Mm -hmm. When you have groups of people getting together, there's so much more that you can accomplish. And I, I just, I really want to see us, people who look like us, like-minded people, mm -hmm. people in all these different communities. I really want to see people think big because I think that's the other thing that kind of hurdles us a bit, you know, because we've been beat down so much, we think, oh, well, we can only do so much. Oh, the system is rigged, so I'm not even going to try this. Yeah. I want us to think bigger than just doing well within the system and creating new spaces and avenues that are unique and are brand new that are potentially outside of the system that's been created, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're seeing whether it's the movement in the crypto space, whether it's people paying attention to the stock market. And like that whole short bet thing is so genius to me. Man. And I've been following it because, can, like, can you imagine that? No. Can you imagine if all these guys doing this squeeze end up winning? Because it's possible. We still have to wait and see what the end result is, but it is possible. Yeah, and when when we think big, we can do big things. Yeah, and then I think that um, this also lets us know how important education is, because a lot of times none of that would have ever happened without education, right? Like marches, yeah. um, like getting Trump out of office, like getting uh, winning the House and and like Senate seats, like all that comes from education, how to move, how to look at stuff. So being able to do research and then partner up with your people super super like that's uh, this one thing that um the bad powers that be don't want is unity you know what i'm saying like they don't want education or unity so yeah 100 percent, man 100%. i hope we figure it out yeah. man um i hope we uh um absolutely crush those uh hedge funders i hope that the, the world becomes a better place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope we make our fucking million dollars a month. I'm down for all that shit, man. I'm down oh, for all yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. No, it's, it's going to happen. So, you know, I I really want any of our listeners, just just dream big, man. You know, don't, don't let what you see outside and what you've been told hinder you and make you feel like you can't achieve those big ideas. Because, like, I know each, all of you listening, I know you've had that big idea. And maybe Ooh. there was something that told you that it wasn't possible, but I'm telling you it's possible. Like, yeah, you know what's crazy? go hunt for the big shit, and that's when you feel alive. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. But when you're chasing something that's that's big and, and it, you really feel it and you're passionate about it, that's that's living. That's that's living in that, that flow space, you know? So I want to see that for all of y'all. I want to see everybody win. And we can all win together. And that's that's the final word, man. That's that's Unusual Suspects. Unusual Suspects, man. And um, I want to say this really quick thing. Uh, maybe, maybe at the end of each one of these things, uh, we can say someone who, um, who contributed to black history, you know? And for this okay. week... Um, um, I'm, I'll start off this one. I'm going to say uh, we'll give a shout out to Cicely Tyson, who um, mm. just, uh, you know, incredible trailblazer. She died at the age of 96. Um, 
And uh, yeah, she contributed incredibly from her TV film debut in the 50s. Um, what? She earned three Emmys, a Tony, and a bunch of other stuff for like civil rights and women's groups. So I just wanted to give a shout out yeah. to, you know, our pioneer and our an- our now new ancestor, uh, Cicely Tyson, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely rest in peace to a legend who accomplished and achieved so much and was such a such an amazing face for you know <laughs> one of the few few times you can like really look at someone who's like the image of yeah. a successful black woman in this big space and she navigated the space so well. Man. She damn like, sure dude, did. Nobody had anything bad to say about Cicely Tyson. With you know Grace. I mean? She did yo, I did a movie with her. <laughs> uh uh she did a movie called I think it was Mama Flores Family. And um, and that's when I started my uh, e- <laughs> illustrious acting career, and um, and I played a mechanic, and I played a, uh, and I played a grandson in that movie. But but yeah, um, yeah, she's just a beautiful. Yeah, you never told me about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I also got hired to play on um a football player on check this out any given Sunday, but that's a totally different life. Wow. But uh, yes. Yeah, not going. <laughs> story for another day. Yeah. But true story, my dad was almost an extra in the movie Life. Please. And t- I have a really funny story about that, but I'm not going to tell it today. Yeah, I'm writing that down. I'm absolutely writing that down because you're bringing that up uh, very soon. <laughs> well, shit, man. Um, I think that's it, man. Like, like this was a very uh, relaxed podcast. You know what I'm saying? I think we're all tired as fuck. You know, finishing up January, uh, oh, yeah. like the first month of the year. But uh, we want to thank you all for listening and supporting. The support has been tremendous. Um, make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And this will conclude uh, Unusual Suspects Podcast, episode 14. All right, people. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Bye.